You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello, legends, and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. I have missed you all. I have a very special guest coming on today. You may remember her from The Block. She is one half of Rachel and Ryan. So they were the late comers that uh, kind of got pulled in after Earl and her fiancé walked off. I'll let her tell the story of how that all unfolded. But Rachel and I have been friends for years and years, actually. I remember her back in high school as a teenager and she lives close by and she is a fantastic makeup artist and she's got three children of her own. They live over in Oyster Bay and I just think that bringing her on, I want to get her on the podcast because I want to get some intel on the block and I've heard a little few snippets from her husband Ryan about just how gruelling it can be and how intense just the whole time spent on the block can be. I know that so many people apply to be on it and, you know, you have this this idea that it's going to set your family up for life because, you know, we've watched so many seasons of it in the past and people have walked away with tons and tons of money. So this year to see that, you know, three couples walked away with basically nothing, that was heartbreaking. And, you know, Rach and Ryan fared, you know, quite well. They still walked away with 170 or something. But I know that they were looking for more and I just think, you know, it's – it's such a double-edged sword being away from your family that long and putting in so many hours of work and living in, you know, incredibly cold climates. Winter in Melbourne's not a vibe. And then to only kind of walk away, especially Sarah J in that, to walk away with 20K, wow. That would sting a lot. I'm not going to sugarcoat. That would sting a lot. Um, but what you saw about Rachel on the show is exactly how she is in real life. She is an absolute breath of fresh air. She's 100 miles a minute, but she is she's just a warm, loving, hilarious soul. I'm actually just going to pretend like she's not already in my house and she's about to come into my study, but let's get her on now. Hello, Rachel Carr. Hello, Amy Gerard. <laughs> this is so weird using last names. How are you? Good, babe. How are you? Is it, um, I'm, listen, I'm very fatigued. My children have, um, they've been dicking me over savagely this week. Yours? You got the fatigue. It's called fatigue. Uh, is it fatigue? Well, for like 15 years, I thought it was fatigue. Oh, my God. I used to tell my mum all the time, I've got fatigue. Oh, my God. It's fatigue, babe. You've got the fatigue. It's like um, Ryan. He calls, you know, the Euros. He calls them gyros. Oh, and I was no. like, that's oh. something else, babe. That's, uh, yeah, no, there's no such thing as a gyro. No. Yeah. No. Anyway, we love him. Um, yeah, so apart from being fatigued, uh, how are you? Real good. You're Real good? good. Yeah. You, is it good to be back in reality? Um, reality's a little bit different than yeah. what it was before we went. Yes. So we're just adjusting to this new reality, but it's fun. It's exciting, right? It's exciting. And so tell us a little bit about how did you get on the block? Did you have to audition? Yeah. So during COVID, so every year when the block's on, mm. Ryan and I get like a whole bunch of messages from people like, you you should be doing this, you yes. should be on this, blah, 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 blah. So last year during COVID, we thought, let's like, let's just audition. So we auditioned and then kind of like you auditioned pretty early. Mm. I think it was like, I don't know, I think it was like maybe September we auditioned. Yep. Like early September, August, September, I can't really remember. Did you have to send through like a funny video? Yeah, so you sent through a video, so it's pretty funny, right? So we did the video and we sent it off and my girlfriend Kate, who you know, was like – 
that's really bad. She's like, <laughs> you can't send that through. She said, so you have to do it if like, if you want a shot, you have to do a better one. So it was pretty funny. We, um, but like when I think about it, it was, it's just Ryan and I, and it's exactly how we were on the show. Yeah. So we're like talking through some stuff. We're like up near our pool, which we were renovating and Ryan's like showing pavers. Like who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And then he says he's going to go to the garage to get other pavers. And I'm like, no, we're filming. What do you mean you're going to the garage? You can't just walk off. Yeah. And so it was just us and that's all that they want to see. Yeah, nice. It's just you guys. And then we got a phone call. I was actually at the kids swimming mm. and I got – Actually, an email from Lucky, who's the casting director, who's now one of my really good friends, got an email from him. You know, you've made it through to the next stage. So we had to go in and have an audition at a hotel room, which was one of the funniest. I walked off thinking, we've got this. There is no chance (laughs) we're not going on. And then they came to our house and they filmed. They spent the whole day at our house. They filmed our kids. They filmed us around the house. And that was really funny too. So I thought we're definitely on Mm. and then we just never heard anything. We just never, ever heard anything. Were you kind of like, had you made it to like the top ten? Like had they said, had they, like them coming and filming your children and in your house, that's like it's in the bag really. Yeah. So from that point when they left that day, they said start setting up your life as as if you're going on because obviously you're going to be leaving for a few months. So, you know, we had spoken to Ryan's parents. I'd spoken to another one of our friends who's a child psychologist who I was like, how do I make this as easy as I can for the kids? You know, had all these things set up and I knew that they were going in for the casting in February. And then- just we just nothing. didn't hear anything. And then, like, come March, we didn't hear anything. Crickets. And I'm thinking, they're going to start filming soon. And I'm like, well, we mustn't be on. And it's so weird, right? Because I am self-confessed a little bit psychic. <laughs> okay. So I was really confused because I was Are like. You actually? No, swear to God. Oh, swear God. to God. Oh, okay. babe, I can take you through a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like. Let's chat later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, talk. Yeah. Okay. But I was so, I was, I knew we were going on. And I was so confused to the point where one of my girlfriends, Kate, who we said before, who can be a little bit brutal at times, <laughs> was like, you're not going on. You're a bit crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you doing? She's like, you've actually lost it a bit. And I'm like, I'm so confused because like we're going see, on. You can see yourself on the block. Is that what your psychic abilities were telling you? No, it's just more of like a hundred and ten percent would have bet my house on it. Knew for a fact. Don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how or why. I just knew for a fact mm. we were going on. And they and then it and then it was really weird because then you know on all like the on all like the blogs and everything i knew it had started filming i knew Elle ferguson and her fiance had been cast and i was like this is crazy because i'm so, like i just i knew i had this feeling and i'm like wow this has never happened to me before we're actually not cuz this hasn't happened a lot but like every time these feelings have happened has always come true yeah and i'm like wow this is crazy like we're we're not going on and then sure enough like what, 24 hours into filming, they left. Did you send a spirit down to her house to spook her out? No, but you know what I did? What? A voodoo so, doll. So, no, you know what I did, which I never, ever, ever do because, again, we've spoken about this before, I'm not great on social media. Mm. You're incredible. I'm You're getting really, better. I'm getting better. You're getting I really am, good. I'm getting good. Yeah. But I'm not great at it. And for some reason, I was sitting in Everly and Mila's room. They were falling asleep. 
and I put this post up on Instagram because we we were so certain, I was so certain that we were going on and I've got the biggest mouth ever, that I had told everyone, yeah. oh, we're going, we're going on the block, we're going on yeah, the block, yeah. we're going on the block. And then when it didn't happen, I was getting all these messages from people and I was so embarrassed that I said I was going, so I just didn't respond to anyone. Mm. So then I thought, oh, my God, it's being cast, it's airing. Like I mean, it's being cast, it's filming now. So I put this Instagram post up. And it said something along the lines, it's really funny because I did I did an event the other night with Julian Crest, who's the executive producer, and he told the post word for word to, I can't even really remember what it said, but it was something along the lines of, hi, everyone, I've had a lot of messages. <laughs> I know, like, honest, I would just never, ever, ever do this either, which is really weird. Hi, everyone, I've had a lot of messages. And I know a lot of you have reached out about the block. We didn't get on. We were pipped to the post by a couple of influencers. (laughs) You know, follow our business account or something because it might get us over the line for next year. And then I did a shout-out to Lucky Break Casting, Lucky Break Creative, which is the casting agency, and said, mate, whenever you feel like it, just give us a call because I still hadn't heard from him. Yeah. And the next day. Oh, my God. He called the next day. They had walked off. (gasps) And he had apparently, so the way that the story goes is we were like sixth in line or whatever. And then he had said, I just don't even know how I'm going to call these people. And then he looked at his Instagram and I tagged tagged him him. and said, call me anytime. It's a sign. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is really crazy. I wouldn't have even put up a post. I would have just been like dying in the back somewhere but the of like embarrassment because I also have a big mouth but it it's it's uncanny that you did do that I know. and that you got a call the next day I know something has happened shit has yeah I'm yeah. not woo woo either yeah but I feel like you may have manifested that I don't unintentionally know. No, so do you know what I think it was so that house house two that we ended up being in mm. I don't necessarily think that I would have picked that house but I think we had to have that house yes and I also Maddie who was our builder and Luke Maddie has done the block so many times every contestant had reached out to Maddie but Ellen Joel had reached out first because they were the first people to find out that they were going on the show so they had reached out first because they had reached out first he ended up going with them we wouldn't have found out like until, you know, say say we were on, I don't think we would have found out first. Yeah. So we wouldn't have ended up with Maddie and Luke, our builders, and I just feel like all of that was how it was supposed to happen. Yeah, wow. All right. What house would you have picked? I would have picked house four like everyone else would have picked yeah. house four. Is that the best view? It had the nicest feel to it when, mm. you know, because we're walking into these houses and they're decrepit. Is yep. that a word, decrepit? It is, yep. yep. Great. So we're walking into those houses and it had the nicest feel to it. To be honest, our house was the best by the end. The floor plan, Absolutely. like the view, all of it. Yeah. But I would have gone for four. What was it like saying goodbye to your kids? Because not only did you get that phone call the next day, you then had like, what, 24 hours? 30, 30 hours. 30 hours yep. to literally kiss your kids goodbye. Yeah. Pa- I don't even know. Did you have to pack for? Yeah, so it was mayhem. So we were at Tarrant Point Bowling Club. Shout out to the bowler. <laughs> we were at Tarrant Point Bowling Club. On the sauce? I had had a couple of wines. Yes, good. And and it was Easter. Mm. And so, and every female listening will understand this, right? The first thing 
that I thought about when I hung up the phone was I need to get my hair done. Botox. Well, and Botox. (laughs) And Botox. But I'm about to be on national TV. My hair was booked in to get done like Uh, the following week. So I ended up going to the hairdresser. I went to Botox first. Yeah. (laughs) I went to Botox at like 7 o'clock on Easter Saturday. No, like 5. Then I went to the hairdresser at 7 o'clock on Easter Saturday my hairdresser, who you know too, came Makana? in. Makana. Oh, amazing. Came in with her freshy baby oh on Easter to do my hair. Oh my god, what an angel! The people that move mountains just to get us yes. on the show, and then to be honest, saying goodbye to the kids. It was all such a rush, and it was so surreal, and it was also mental that we didn't even think about it. And I ended up having to fly home after only being there for six days because the kids, all they saw was us leave in this crazy mayhem panic. Yep. So they felt they didn't know what had gone on. Mm. So I had to go home for 24 hours and explain to them, this yeah. is what mummy and daddy are doing. This is where, you know, sometimes I think about it, maybe it was better. It was like ripping a Band-Aid off. Yep. I don't really know. I don't know if I'll ever know whether or not it was better or worse for them. Yep. Yeah, so it was crazy. So kissing them goodbye the first time was okay. Yeah. Kissing them goodbye the second time would have been hard, was right? heartbreaking. And I actually came home again in I think week six or week seven, again just for 24 hours, and I wish I actually didn't come home because that was hard up. Yeah. I remember I left Charlie on our – we went on our honeymoon. Nothing like how long you went on for, but I remember we FaceTimed her when I was over there and – she saw me and instantly burst into tears yeah. and then I burst into tears and then my mum and dad burst into tears yeah. who were looking after her and I was like, I just, I almost can't see yeah. her because out of sight, out of mind for yeah. kids a lot of the time. But, yeah, you're poor little babies. But they've got you back now and they're happy, right? Got us back. They're happy. Um, yeah, we're doing so much with them. Like, Was the block, like you see you up painting all night long and, you know, Ryan and I, like, Ryan can't even screw a light bulb in, right? And I'm about as useless as tits on a bull as well. So we would never go on the block. We would get divorced within at least the first week. But I don't actually know, like, I do know from you and Ryan, but the listeners don't actually understand just how hard it is and how much you have to slum it and the the conditions that you have to live in. Was it, like, I remember Ryan saying, hands down, it was the hardest thing we've ever done. So it's really funny because you don't even see on TV how hard it is. Even what no. they're showing you on TV, that, that doesn't snippets, even, right? it's snippets. So it is by far the hardest thing that, that we've ever done. Mm. You're lacking in everything. You're lacking in sleep, you're lacking in food, you're lacking in comfort. That's They're not withholding any of this stuff from you before anyone writes an article about it. They're not <laughs> yep, withholding yep, yep. any of this stuff from you. You just don't have the time and you're, you're really, you're on your own. It's part of the game. Part of the game is that you are on your own. You're doing this on your own. Everyone thinks that we have all this help coming. I, I think this is probably a big reason why Ellen Joel left because you are, actually on your own yeah if you're cold and it's minus four and you don't have a doona no one's bringing you a doona go you got to go get something from somewhere like it's almost you know it's survivor almost like survivory (laughs) a little bit but that's just part of that's just what the show is yeah 
And but they never show that bit, right? They don't show you freezing at nighttime no. and slumming it. And No. And, like, in saying this, this season was a little bit different. They We had two dinners hosted for us every week because we're all so far away yeah. um, from each other. So they had to get us all together. But, you know, people don't realise, you know, we put a bathroom in in week one and everyone's like, oh, well, at least you got a shower. No, no, no. We're off grid. That bathroom isn't hooked up. That no bathroom doesn't get hooked up. No hot water. The bathroom doesn't get hooked up till like week five or week six. Wait, wait, wait. So you were having cold showers? So we had this portaloo block of <laughs> showers yeah. that Ryan and I attempted one night at like 11 o'clock and it was freezing cold water and there's no lights and – we did that once, <laughs> but we were all driving into Gisborne Aquatic Center. To I was going to say showers. you should have joined a gym, yeah, and just like gone in there every night or morning and just use their that's a- what we amenities. Did. That's what we did. Oh, you literally did Gisborne Aquatic Center. How far away is that? Ten minutes from the block. But that's just so wild to me. Like I think about you know you got all these other reality TV shows. I mean Survivor I've heard is pretty grueling as well. But like maths and you know the bachelor you've got these warm beds you've got makeup artists on hand every single day and stylists and hot showers but it you're kind of like not survivor like you're not in the jungle you know foraging your own food and spear fishing no fish but i know how cold melbourne gets in winter were you in was it winter when you were filming yeah it was minus five some nights it snowed on mount macedon when we were there. it snowed uh, that's when i would have walked uh, i my my least favorite thing on earth is being cold so so is ryan's yeah he did so ryan that. started to shut down towards the end of it because he was cold you talk to him and he'd just stare at you and there was literally nothing happening because he was cold. I'd be like, could someone get him a hot something? Could we get like a hot tea? Can we, can we boil a kettle for Ryan? Because like he was, so, it was just the coldness. He would just shut down. You see you guys talking to camera and you're slumming it a little bit during the day and you're doing some painting, but then you look all glam on the couch and the the judging thing, like you're all like oh the couch. Let me tell you, the glam on the couch is such a facade. This is what people don't realize. So Friday, Saturday night, you either don't sleep or you have maybe like three, three, four hours sleep. Like wow. if you're lucky, right? Saturday night you don't sleep. Like if you have slept, this is the big thing on a Sunday morning when we all get the when we get in the van to go to HQ, which is where we do we film our our judging and mm. our interviews. If you've slept, you get like a high five because no one's sleeping. You don't sleep Saturday night. Like if you've slept Saturday night, Tom and SJ would sleep, Mighty Mouse, the little Mighty Mice would sleep. Yep. But like the rest of us don't sleep Saturday nights. Oh, my so, God. I would be then, deceased. So then we – so Tools Down is a real thing. That happens at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. You've all got producers in your house, cameras in your house. That's a real thing. Tools Down. You can't touch anything after 9 a.m. Like okay. it's done. We then have like half an hour to 45 minutes to have quick showers and then get in the van that's going to take us to HQ to start the three-hour interview process of us on the lounge going through the week. So a lot of the time there, we are absolutely delirious. Cactus. We are like stuffing our face with lollies to keep keep like a sugar Sugar momentum going. And then we do our judging that night. And then that's it. The whole week starts again Monday morning. Oh my god. It's crazy. And I just I feel like it is such a it's such a huge sacrifice and it, it would be so much you know like it would be so hard to be away from your families for so long. 
I really feel for um, who's a, has that other couple? Have they even sold their house yet? Dylan and Jen have not sold. As of today, they've still not sold their house. Um, Unks and Sharon sold. So to they were Lambo just in guy. like to the Lamborghini guy. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, heard yeah. that. Oh man, I just I think I feel like in so many other blocks, like you've seen them walk away. It sets your family up. It could potentially have set you guys up. I mean, you guys fed second best. Yeah. Well, the boys walked away with one point six million dollars. Yeah, that's wild. So that's that's huge. That's, that's the highest. That's the highest did, prize money ever. Did you see that? And were you like? so excited no we no. weren't no and we were the reason that we weren't excited the reason that i particularly was was not excited is because it was danny wallace that bought that house yep so what you know prior to auction is that you've got certain bidders registered on your house so we had danny and one other guy oh, and yep. and what the feedback that we were getting from from Danny's team or from whoever was that Danny was only really interested in buying two houses. Yep. And and I knew he was very interested in house one. So all I could think at that point was, wow, Danny has just bought yep. house, house five yep. and he's up next on house one and I don't even know if we have an auction. Mm. So I was like... I personally, I'm so happy for the boys and the money that they got. Mm. I wanted Lambo guy to buy it because yep. then I wanted Danny to be able to buy it. Bid on yours, yeah. right? Yeah, far out. Um, I still think that, like, you held yourself so well on that show. I feel like you were almost hosting it. You yeah. did a lot of talking. The narrator. The I narrator. Was, I was labelled the narrator. Yeah, yeah, but you were very... I did not know this about you. I, I You are very comfortable in front of a camera. I did not know this about me either. You're like, are you a good public speaker too? Um, I'm confident like you, right? So No. So I'm confident in very dissimilar situations. Like I did that speaking thing at the McGrath event and I almost went into cardiac arrest on stage. Really? Hate public speaking. Yeah, right. Doesn't face um, me. Yeah, well, no, you can tell. Yeah. You, were, you held yourself really well and I think um, I think you came in at a disadvantage, like they'd all been there for a week or two. and No, they'd only been there for – oh, they got there on, oh, yeah, I guess almost a week, six days they had yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like your home was – your home to me felt the – warmest the most inviting yes like if i'm buying a house in the country in melbourne i'm buying your home well do you know what and that was the feedback we got from ev- like everyone yeah and the fact that the judges ripped into us for the first not darren love mm. darren palmer but the fact that that neil and shana ripped into us for the first six weeks we didn't get our first win until i think week six or seven uh, and i was starting to go a little bit I would have tried to fight Crazy. them. I well, yeah. I said I was flipping boards <laughs> at one point. I like because it's what we've now learnt is that everyone has a different perception on country. Of course, of so course, they see country. Neil and Shana see country as you know Tom and SJ's with the plaid and the tartan and and that kind of stuff. Yes. For me, that's not how I see country. Of course. Um, but then also where I was getting confused. Was they were walking into the boys' house and they were like, oh, this is Japanese-inspired. And I'm like, hang on a minute, you just ripped me for not being country. Yeah. Like, this house is Japanese-inspired and it just got a 10? And I just got ripped for not being country? I'm yeah. like, the inconsistency in the judging for me Felt was, very unfair. 
it was just confusing. Yeah. I was like, I just was like, you know what? I don't really care now. We really made a decision that as much as we needed the money, mm. we were just going to build the house that we wanted for the buyer at the end of the day. Yeah, something that you could be proud of. And at yeah. the end of the day, every, everyone's taste is different In from, from styling to bloody wine, right? Exactly. It's what you like might not necessarily be like what the next person likes. So, yeah, I, I've always found the judging quite interesting because – just because Shana and Darren and whatever their names are don't, don't like a certain thing. Yeah. Like the tartan wall, they frothed over. Yeah. But I would ne- – like that yeah. was – that's not my style at all. And I think that – I think only a few people would really like that in their house. But, yeah, anyway, it would be very confusing. So you just kind of – at the end of the day, you got to stick to what you know yeah. and do what you do best, which is, you know, designing and styling homes. And it – it paid off in the end. Yeah. Then. And we ended up, so I asked to speak to a judge for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks because my thing was, look, if they just don't like my style and they are judging off just simply what they like and dislike. And don't, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes I agreed with them, mm. but there was other times where I was like, no, hang on a minute. Like just because you simply doesn't, you simply don't like this and this isn't to your taste does not make this not a great room. Yeah. So I wanted to know, like, what else are you judging off? Like, you know, because if if this is just simply on your taste, yes. well, then we're never, ever, ever going to win yeah. unless I change my home halfway through. And that's what some of the, the other houses did. You know, Dylan Jen, for example, you know, started off so strong. Yeah. And then the feedback they were getting was they weren't country enough. They weren't country enough. So Jen started doubting herself, started doing all these different things and, you know, once she then just went back to what she originally loved, yes. the whole thing came together. Yeah. I think you've got to stick to what you know, right? And yeah. you've got to stick to your own style because if you've got your own style, that's you're going to be able to, you know, nail a brief in your own way. As opposed, Like when that feedback from judges keeps coming in, it's going to start putting doubt into your own mind, yeah. right? And you're going to start second-guessing yourself, whereas... Yeah, you got to stay true. And I feel like that's one thing that you guys did. Yeah. And it was really good. Yeah. And it absolutely paid off in the end. 100%. Okay, well, I'm, I have kept you for way past 12, but I just want to ask one last question. Sorry. Go for it. Go, go, go. What does the future hold for you? Like, are we going to see more Rachel Carr on screen? Because I feel like that's where you belong. Oh, uh, look, I hope so. Yes. I think so. What do I know for a fact without putting it out into the universe mm. and then having to write Instagram posts? <laughs> uh, although maybe, maybe I should do that. Maybe you need to really do that. Well yeah. Um, Hosting gigs, yeah. Channel 9, Channel 7, show. Netflix reality That's show. Exactly right. Oh, God, I don't know if I'd want to do anything like that. Look, if if I do go back on screen, I would love for it to be something that's a little bit more structured in the in the hours yep. and in the location. With children. Because yeah. of the kids. Yep. But, look, I really don't know. Ryan and I are hopefully looking at getting our own investment property down the south coast. Amazing. You've got R&R. Highlands. We've got R&R. Shout out to R&R. R&R. That is, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that just for anyone who wants to renovate their house. So Ryan is a plumber by trade and yep. had been for like, what, 16, 17 years at this point. He started doing bathroom, kitchen, laundry renovations. That then just organically moved into people being like, do you think I could do this? Do you think I could do that? And the next thing you know, he's doing whole house renovations. The next thing you know, I'm going with him to talk to these homeowners. And and I'm like, well, what if we did this? And what if we did that? And then we ended up doing a whole house, which we designed. And then, and then we went on the block. 
So it all, it's so funny because on the block they were like professional renovators, professional renovators. We only started the business in July. So it had only been going for (gasps) like six months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty funny. But that's R&R. Hopefully we're just going to start, you know, maybe flipping our own homes and doing things like that. I would love to get more into presenting. I yes. did get a lot of feedback about like being in front of the camera. Again, something I never really knew. Who yeah. knew? I mean, I did not know that I either. I didn't know no. either. And even on Instagram now, you're really good. Like, Thanks, can babe. can talk to the camera. Hold, like, not not nervous at all. No. Whereas I no, never yeah. ever ever used to be able to do that. Yeah. I used to just I could not. Well, the blocks maybe a stepping stone into future Greater hosting things. Yeah. Who knows? How exciting. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure, but I do think next year is going to be a really big year. I actually feel like it's so funny, right, because going into New Year's, so we're almost at New Year's, going into this time last year, I could feel that 2022 was going to be a big year for us. Yeah. I actually feel like 2023 is going to be even bigger. Bigger. Yeah. Crazy. Good things coming your way. There's good things coming. Well, I'm excited. I'm, um, we live very close. I'm going to be um, picking your brains about... Um, the new house that we uh, eventually move into. Oh, um, got yeah. you. I've, yeah, I've got plans already. Come, come, can, yeah. come on the journey with me. Yeah, because I'm hopeless. Oh, Dal. I've hold my it. hand. I've got you. I've okay. hold your hand. That's I fine. love you. All right. Well, you will be seeing lots more of Rachel Carr in the future on your screens, probably in your ears too. Probably. And um, all over your socials. So I'll put her handles. You've got so many. You've got oh my Rach God. and Ryan. Yeah. We're only going to focus on two. We're only going to focus because I can't. I actually, I, I can't with all these handles. Yeah. We've got Rachel, Rachel and Ryan, which we're, we're focusing on. And then we've got my one, which we're focusing on as yeah. well. So we're just, we're just focusing on those two. And then you've got the R&R design. R&R. And then I've got my makeup business still, which, oh my God. look, I haven't posted on that since. She's also a makeup artist, a yeah. really good one too. Thanks, babe. Wow, there's a lot. You've got a lot of balls as oh, well as three I've kids. I've got balls. You've got so many balls. Coming out of my asshole. Yeah. There's balls everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. It'll keep, it's really exciting. It'll keep you young and potentially old. I said to Ryan yesterday, just a real quick like, so I said to Ryan yesterday, Yesterday morning, I said, I just want you to know, like, I'm having a bit of anxiety because I'm just juggling so many plates at the moment. Yes. Sorry, spinning, spinning so many plates. And he goes to me as he's walking out to go to golf, you're doing a good job, hon. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wanted to get one of those plates and smack him over the head. Yeah, I would have I launched it like, at his car. Thanks. <laughs> Enjoy your game of golf. Yeah, yeah. You bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we love our husbands. Woo! Oh, yeah. All right, well, I love you and leave you. Thanks, babe. And thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. So fantastic. You can come on again. Dal, yeah. just get me back. I'll get you back. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Okay, I have released her back out into the wild. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are looking for any help with renovations, highly recommend checking out Rach's R&R co-design. I have been looking online. They just recently did a house over in Randwick, I think it is, and their before and afters are next level. I don't know if she's got really expensive taste, but it just looked so bougie and so incredible. So I will definitely be getting her to help me with my new house because I'm really not that great. I know what I like. I know the style I like. I know the color palettes I like. And that's about it. Bringing it all together and helping things to flow from like room to room to room is where I struggle. Like my 
bathroom needs to be able to somehow tie in with my living room, right? Like, or at least have aspects of it. Anyway, we're talking design. We're talking um, renovating here. It's not my strong point. So I'll be leaning on her heavily. I'll put all her handles down below. She's got loads of exciting things in the pipeline, things that she obviously couldn't talk about, but um, watch her space because I think she's I think she's going places. She's definitely got the personality for it. She's a big personality and um, I'm very excited for her future. So check her out. Give her a follow on Instagram. I mean, I don't know which one to follow. Follow all of them. Why not? And I will see you all next week. Next week I have on two fantastic dads. So we hear a lot from the women. We hear a lot from the mums. Next week we're hearing from two dads two very funny dads. So stay tuned for that. And then I'm not sure what we're going to do for the Christmas holidays. I don't know if I'm going to do some little like small 15 minute podcasts. I might get Ryan on. He's kind of the Christmas Grinch. I'm going to get his take on Christmas versus mine. Anyway, I'm just uh, spitballing ideas here to absolutely no one but my own uh, microphone. So I will love you and leave you. Have a fantastic week, weekend, wherever you are. Hope you are getting festive. I hope you are out organizing some drinks with girlfriends, family, you name it. Go and large. Merry Christmas. It's not there yet. I've peaked too early. Just pretend I I didn't say that. And um, I'll see you next week, guys. Love you so much. Mwah!